0: All I gotta say is what I can't say is cheer! It's scintillating! It's
1: sensational! It's Seattle Sounders FC Soccer!
2: To Sounders Scuttlebutt, I'm Aaron Lingley, and I'm joined by your newly elected, but in, wait, what do you would what would you say incumbent Incumbent, president, re-elected incumbent re-elected president? president Cameron Collins of of the Alliance Council, I should say. So congratulations, my friend.
1: Thank you, thank you. Yes, I'm proud to serve the Alliance of the Seattle Sounders once again, as well as serve alongside. Um, the uh, previous at-large member, now Vice President Dwayne Nakamura, uh, Nicholas Biella, who is once again the secretary, Ooh-ooh. Carmen Hall, last year's VP, who is now an at-large member, and new at-large council member, or not council member, but executive committee member of the council, uh, Lucas Michoud. Lucas, I don't know how to pronounce your last name, I guess. Michoud. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that yeah, absolutely... congrats.
2: So more more on the Guardians of the Council. Man, it sounds actually, as you're we reading through, it's like, man, we sound like a cult. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Which is now like cool. Now it's on TV a lot. But oh, um, a lot of
1: cult shows going on right now.
2: I feel like it. On, Randy watches a lot of TLC. I feel like there's one on TLC. Oh, like a real. Or maybe cult. it's MTV. I don't know. But oh, anyway, uh, we're not one. Um, and we are a podcast that talks about the one Sounders
1: of us. One of us, join <laughs> us, join us in our fandom of the Sounders. Yeah, you can join us on
2: our Discord. Actually, link is in the show description. So thanks for getting us back on track, Cameron. Um, yeah, so we have that to talk about. Obviously, we like to start with some scuttlebutt, but uh, we should probably end the show on our on our big roster changes that happened a couple days ago. We're recording Wednesday, on the sixth of December, and the rumor birds are chirping. De la Vega. Is a name we'll talk mm-hmm. about, right? Mm. But let's start with some scuttlebutt. What do you got for us? Oh, first I want to open my beer. My Rainier. My Rainier beer.
1: What do you got? Problem with managing so many Facebook accounts is that sometimes you don't know which one you retweeted something from, and then it ended up being the wrong one, and then mm-hmm. someone unretweets it, and it's really annoying. Um, but that also is what happens when you are at odds with other people on how a Twitter account should be run. Some people want to run a Twitter account so that you gain followers, so that you have more influence. And other people think you should only tweet out things that are about specifically what you're doing. And, and that doesn't gain new followers. So, um, yeah. Uh, now I can't find the tweet. So thank, thank, thank you, person who untweeted that. Um Cannot relate. <laughs> really annoying. It's really annoying. I cannot
2: relate with you. I have one, and I barely use it.
1: It's uh, quite frustrating, but I think it's a conversation that needs to be had.
2: I'm but, only uh, on Facebook for the ECS public too. I, I never open it.
1: Well, there's no reason to be. On fa- there's no reason to be on Facebook at this point unless you're a you know like 50 year old. Why do you because have so many then? Uh, Twitter accounts. Like- No, you said Facebook accounts as well. Oh, well, yeah, but it's like... um, Borderline creepy. No, it's like uh, my law firm, my film company, uh, the other film company I'm part of, uh, the uh, radio show, the podcast, Gorilla. Yeah, okay, yeah. See, I told you, you can't relate. (laughs) It's it's all of those. But uh, there was a team in Brazil that was relegated that uh, had never been relegated before. And it's huge news. And now I cannot figure out what team it was. And uh, so thank you for ruining our podcast. Cool. Cool. I started the podcast. I didn't ruin it.
2: Uh, well, what other do you have any other scuttlebutt? We have some stuff from the discord.
1: Yeah, I mean, not really. I guess uh, I had a very interesting day the other day when uh, at 3.30 in the morning, Uh, A woman showed up at my front door ringing the doorbell and crying. And so I went down to be like, "Uh, what's going on? Uh, And then it all turned out that she was addicted to fentanyl and had been kicked out of her house. And it led to kind of a wild evening. uh, Just trying to figure stuff out. So, yeah, it was get a place for her to go. It was just hard to do at 3.30 in the morning. Oh, man, what'd you do? I just... And hey, drove you want a in cup? My, want a cup of tea? You want to, to come in and have a cup of tea? Or? No, we just talked and drove around in my car, and then uh, I was going to take her to a shelter or something when the sun came up, but uh, she started nodding off. And uh, drugs are bad, MK. So don't do drugs. Wow,
2: kudos yeah. to you, sir. Yeah, um, <sighs> yeah a lot and, more patience. I don't usually answer <laughs> I my.
1: I don't answer my front door generally. If someone rings the doorbell, I don't. I, if, if someone is here, I, I know them, right? But she was like crying for help, yeah. so I thought she might have been like a neighborhood person that was hurt or something. For sure, uh, but I've used up my uh, Good Samaritan points for twenty twenty three now. Hey, so you, you chauffeur
2: her around, man.
1: The next month, next year, I can start over. But I'm I'm taking a break from being a Good Samaritan for the next yeah, uh, no, that's Twenty seven days or whatever, twenty four days.
2: Fair enough. Well, you're nice to me. Um, (laughs) Let's get to some soccer stuff. Um, Cool. cool. Let me get on the Discord. I know. Yeah. Top model with some stuff. Okay. Here we go. Can we have walkout music when subs come on, like batters and MLB or WWE?
1: Answers yes. That would be great. I would love that, but I doubt it. It's probably against the FIFA rules would be my guess. Everything like that's governed by the stadium. I mean, in the stadium is governed by FIFA. Same reason we cannot put the injury time up on the big screen and stuff like that.
2: Well, that actually I've never really thought hard about that one. But I mean, like, what's the big are they just against fun? I mean, no, what, just, what, what's the negative? Like, my guess but, is because is more really time,
1: weak? more time can be added. If people are hurt or faking injuries or wasting time during the extra time, and so then people be like, "It's over. Why aren't you stopping it?" So that's my guess, but I don't know. I don't know. The music. Why would the music stop anybody? No one said anything about music. It's exactly walk-up music. We moved on past that. We did. Yeah, I said everything that has to do with the game is governed by FIFA, and there's they will they that's something that's not in their books, so it's not allowed like they're very specific on everything just like with the injury time they do not put injury time up everyone always wants it up there but they're not allowed to put that up they also govern how many replays you, replays? replays you can have replays
0: yeah how many re- replays. how many replays
1: you can have <laughs> so they you know every everything is governed no i i right? know i get
2: i get that but i mean like if this was at, brought specifically brought up to fifa they would say no
1: i think so that seems like a, seems like it's a weird very thing american thing that's annoying. Uh, also, why would you get it for the people subbing in and not for the uh, that's a,
2: that See, that's a good starters.
1: point. <laughs> the starters deserve it more. Yeah, well, I still like it. They should do special goal music every time someone scores a goal.
2: Yeah, let's ask FIFA. Um, okay, well, let, do you want to talk about the, the AC meeting then? That sure. is literally the the next question. On I'm here, also so. going to sign
1: out from the Alliance Council. Uh, what do you call this Facebook. Slack right now? Because Muffin Top model keeps messaging uh, in the chat on there, and it's popping up and making noise on our podcast. See, see, Muffin Top, you're involved <laughs> even when you don't mean to be. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a good meeting. We we started out with, um, you know, maybe that's not a bad idea to start doing general recaps on here until the uh alliance council podcast itself actually starts up which we've been talking about for a year so now it's time but first uh our our first meeting of the year is always december we used to be january on a calendar year but uh probably five or six years ago we moved it back to december so that the executive committee would be in place in time for uh the uh beginning of the sounders year since that starts in january uh, and so they, we wouldn't have time to get, get everything on, uh, you know, pay on the paperwork and all that before that. That makes so, sense. Yeah. So we start in December, Let we start out with elections and um, it was good, good elections. A lot of people ran. And uh, like we talked about before, the people who are involved, I uh, get to be president for at least one more year, um, which I know I want to at least one more year, uh, who knows beyond that. But uh, with 50th year anniversary coming up and all the work done to get to this point, I thought it was really important to at least fulfill that part of something that, you know, I've been working on. Like Hall of Fame is something I've been working on since the 45 year anniversary. So we're five, six years into working on something that it looks like may actually come to fruition uh, this time. So super excited about that. Uh, Good elections. And then we had a nice visit from uh, the front office to talk about 2025 jerseys, uh, cause we're always, um, two years ahead. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was pretty cool. And, and our, uh, I got an email today that our discussion on 2026 jerseys is starting now. So, oh, uh, we're always we're, because we're about to be 2024. So we're, that we're always ahead. What's the next Jersey? Is it the home home?
2: Yeah, next next in are, there, are there probably February anymore? or March?
1: No are two, there it's three words two.
2: Well, before I mean, there was home away, and then the a third. third but there hasn't been a third for what five well, or six a, years at least. Well, that's what I was asking because you see these yeah. the like uh, eco promotional. Certain Jersey.
1: teams have had thirds, but well, the, uh, well, no, but it's no the there's, one,
2: recycled water bottle, or what's oh, that, um,
1: those all still exist, yeah. They'll all, those will always they, they pop up for like a match, yeah. But everyone gets those, and they're all the same, yeah. I mean, the home and away are different, obviously, but yeah, that's uh, just
2: like the only other third, okay. So the next one's a home one, I feel like, yeah, the I feel like the treads just came out,
1: but no, we've we've had two years of it, and so we have a new one coming and uh, that will be revealed – I'm not sure if it's February or March. I don't know when the season starts next year, Uh, but it gets revealed before the season, obviously. So um, There's a window. During the match. (laughs) Yeah, there's a window uh, for FIFA, and of course we will – or for MLS, excuse me. And of course we will have uh, the Bruce Lee kits back, but uh, we have a new crest now, so we can officially start seeing merch with that on it.
2: Yeah, that's going to be exciting to see um, the new crest and then wait. So was the, if the home one's going to be revealed this, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's going to look dope.
1: Yeah. So it'll start uh, the, the, you know, with it. Yeah. The new year we'll have the the new crest obviously, and then we'll have a new uh, primary kit and then uh, we'll have the same community kit. So we have two kits, yeah. a primary kit and a community kit. Our primary kit is a light kit and our community kit is a dark kit. And Copy that. yeah, teams can either wear primary or community kits, meaning light or dark. Uh, and it has to be the opposite of whatever the home team chooses. So,
2: Yeah, it looks like last year the fixtures were released for 2023 on December 20th, 2022. So uh, I'm, I'm sure there's... More specific articles out there, but
1: yeah, I, I wouldn't about whether, uh, when they're going to release, but any
2: day now, probably.
1: Uh, they, you know, they always have to figure a lot of stuff out. Uh, the Mariners schedule is obviously out, yeah. Um, Seahawks schedule is a thing, uh, which they know who they're going to play, but not when, so yeah, um, it always takes a little bit of time. Yeah, it's, it's not like I'm like waking up at 4 a.m. every day, <laughs> dude. It's like <laughs> Let's find out when the Sounders are playing so-and-so.
2: Okay. Well, that's good. So, yeah. And was there anyone new
1: on AC? Um,
2: Or is everyone? Jerry Neal
1: came back after a year and a half off council. So he's not new. It's his third stint. Uh, But uh, that's it. We do have new people who are joining. uh, But there is... uh, sometimes an issue for certain people if if they were not designated properly to uh put nominate themselves and in that case you just have to call your ticket rep and they'll fix it for you i mean they'll talk to their boss and their boss will fix it but uh so it takes a little bit of time but anyone has until may 31st is there 31 days in may 30 days have september april may november april no that's not right i don't know what you're going with but yes yeah I even did the little thing wrong, but yeah. So as long as you get your twenty slash twenty-five, if we fix the site, votes before May thirty-first, you would join the council. Pretty much That's immediately. just joining the council, not the
2: executive.
1: Leadership. Yeah, executive committee. committee is set for the year unless someone resigns, pretty much, or gets recalled or something. But Ooh, uh, has that uh, happened? No, it's never. Well, we just yeah. we just we just made a code of conduct last year. Uh, finally, oh uh, really? And anyone can, on the council can be censured. Uh, there's three different ways to do it. Uh can be internal censure, public censure, or uh, expulsion. Um, but there's a whole hearing process, and it's not meant for light things. It's meant for like, you know, let's say you drunk drive and you kill someone. It's manslaughter. Like, probably yeah. don't need to be on council. You got some
2: other shit to deal with.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So it's meant to have things like that. But, you know, there's light censures. Like if you broke a rule, we could censure someone internally and be like, okay, you're censured. Please don't do this again. But that would C- never be censured. Yeah.
2: What do you do? Would you censure somebody?
1: Uh, we've never done it before, so I don't know. What would you do? I- what do you?
2: Uh,
1: I-, I would get a big gavel and be like, uh, you're censured. Yeah, you get- yeah, you no, uh, I would hope we wouldn't get to that point. I would hope that we could have conversations beforehand. You know, this this meeting – there was a, 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 how do I describe this? There was some people that were upset at someone and uh, because they went off on, on Facebook and Slack at some point in the past. And I said, you know what? We're not going to go through this process. Let's step out. Let's have uh, what in my classroom I called a brave space, because spe- not a safe space. It's a brave space where you step up, you speak your truth, but... You don't attack someone directly, you know. You 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 have discussions around why you felt the way you did, stuff like that. And we had a, a real solid discussion, and everyone came together on it and felt like, okay, I got heard, and we can all move together in a positive and uh, uplifting way to help each other and and make the council even better. So. Uh, so many that's...
2: parents just related to what you do for your your classroom <laughs> and what you just did. Like, Gracie has a, a brave space too, and it's okay to feel the way that you feel. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Just,
2: just talk to me about it. That's funny how we need the same exercises at four years old as we do at forty-four years old. Yeah, totally,
1: it's it's so true. We need more of them at forty-four. Probably so. Yeah, it was um, it was a good first meeting and. Uh, often we cancel the January meeting, but we got work to do. So we just moved it back a week cause it would have been January 2nd. So we're going to do it on January 9th.
2: Okay. I'll mark my calendar. Yeah. Get ready.
1: Next yeah. update. January 9th. Oh, sweet.
2: Um, let's see. I don't think. Did you have to make promises to your constituents like ice cream sandwiches in the break room?
1: <laughs> no, actually, no one ran against me. I was unopposed. So I was uh, declared oh, really? president by proclamation. Did you already mention that? I feel like you didn't. I, I did not. No. Uh, I think I was I the only person? Nicholas like big was unopposed. Bad president. No one wants to be secretary. So Nicholas was unopposed as well. But <laughs> uh, every other position had multiple people running. Uh, and so we, everyone, you know, you give a speech, you get asked questions. Oh, fuck that. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, I think we, we got a good group of people, so I'm excited. And, and all the people who did, who didn't win, I'm excited to work with them to make the council better and do more for, uh, the Alliance.
2: Right on, right on. All right. What do you want to talk about next? Rosters or Pedro?
1: Oh, um, Let's do rosters first, because I think that can lead into a Pedro and other possible signings discussion.
2: Good point. Okay. Here is what has happened. When did this when did this drop? On Monday? Yeah, the fourth. Yeah. These were announced. The following players, this is from SoundersFC.com. The following players saw their options exercised for 2024. Josh Atencio. Javier Ariaga. Jacob Castro. Yamar, Gomez, Andrade, Joao Paulo, Jackson Reagan, Paul Rothrock, Albert Rusnak, Dylan Tevez, and Andrew Thomas. Twelve additional players are under contract for the next season, including Cody Baker, Reed Baker, Whiting, Leo Chu, Stuart Hawkins, Sota Kitahara, Danny Leva, Jordan Morris, Nuhu, Alex Christian, Alex and Christian Roldan, Raul Ruiz Diaz, and Obed Vargas. So that means that they declined Stephen Cleveland, Ethan Doubleair, bear Additionally, uh, Abdullah Sasoko, Stephen Fry, Nicholas Odero, Freddie Montero, Kellen Rowe are out of contract. We do know Stephen
1: Fry just signed
2: officially. Yeah,
1: yeah, we had known that it was coming. Like, thankfully, but uh, so that was not a surprise when he was on that.
2: Yeah. Um, is Javier Ariaga a surprise?
1: Yeah, I think there's a few surprises there. I think that's one, but maybe they're trying to trade him. I don't know. I I don't – it seems weird that you would –
2: He doesn't play.
1: Yeah, because his option, I can't imagine it's for less money than he was already making. yeah. And he makes a lot of money that we really could use. So they must – it must be trying to move him on in some fashion, I would imagine, but I, I don't know. Uh, after that, I, I actually think the biggest surprise is Ethan Doubleair. Really? Yeah, I'm surprised they let him go. I mean, he's a young talent. Uh, I've heard some speculation from fans that it's because he was trying. He and Reed Baker Whiting are going for the same position, and Reed kind of wanted it out. But I feel like Doubleair plays a little more up on the wing, on the right. On yeah, the right where wing. the yeah where they moved, they purposefully moved Reed back so that he would have more space to run up. Uh, so I, I, I don't, and who knows, it could have been a favor to him. They could have been letting him go because he wants to move on. Uh, that happens. Obviously AB Sissoko, we already knew he had, he had told us through his Instagram, he was moving on. So, uh, it's a, uh, AB is a bummer. I think double air could be a bummer. He, he hasn't blossomed into what he will be, but I thought he was a solid, uh, youth with good upside, but, uh, obviously, I don't think at the first team level we're necessarily going to miss him uh, mm. at this point. And there um, might,
2: and I think our next next subject kind of might relate
1: to that as well. Yeah, definitely. Fruition, uh, and then uh, let's see. Was there any other surprises in there? We had. Uh, was there anyone on the team that's <laughs> surprising? I mean, Ariaga. That's about it, I guess. We knew everything else. I mean, it's not surprising Who's, they would let Freddie. I feel bad. Who's Jacob Castro? A young, young player. He's a defiance player. So someone who's on a homegrown contract, but plays down okay. in defiance. So not someone that's seeing first team minutes, uh, yet at all. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think none of those are really surprising, uh, just because I'm assuming that it's to move on from Ariaga. If they keep him under contract, they can actually get something for him. But, yeah. but I don't, I don't know that, um, I'm just surprised you would pay a player, have the risk of paying a player that much money, uh, if you're not going to move on from him when he's not starting. Let alone, Do you know even how much playing. by chance. Uh, I believe it was like seven twenty-five by the end of the ooh, season. Ooh, ooh. Uh, I thought it was six hundred, but I remember seeing it was higher than that. Um, so, uh, it, it's uh, it's a lot though. Um, yeah, and you could it. do a lot with that amount of money, right like that's that's three five young players, <laughs> yeah, that's like five yeah. young players
2: or Gustav Svensson.
1: yeah, like type player right right uh well or, or I mean I think goose made more and they paid him down through Tam money, but yeah totally that's that's the cap hit uh so. I mean, on transfer market, they, they put him at a value of 1 million or 1.8 million pounds. So I would assume then we could transfer him somewhere and get something for him. If, if that's the plan. Um, But yeah,
2: those, those big club scouts use transfer market. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I mean, transfer market of course is not always the most accurate, but it, I think, you know, he's a national team player. That's the other thing. He has 20 career appearances uh in the last 6 years. So that's a lot and he has one goal. So uh regardless of his actual value, uh he, you know, he he is a veteran and could could help A team. I'm just not sure if it's yeah. our team.
2: Uh, and I'm not surprised that we got Albert Rusnak, that is a guaranteed DP spot next year. So
1: why do people hate him so much? I don't know. I I, seriously, even with the the contract optioning, people are angry. And I just don't. I don't understand. He's 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 like the guy out there doing everything for the team, playing whatever position he can play in, uh, even when it's not his best position. And we see that he makes our team better.
2: Yeah, I, I I mean I don't get what are what is your are you referring to like things you're seeing on social media since the
1: yeah 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 people are just a, like so what why like, would you what have are some arguments? There? He's not he doesn't score seven I mean, goal scoring seven goals is that <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know All if go- that's a lot game winning that's not a ton, but seven game winning goals is a ton. Uh, yeah. I mean he doesn't. Uh, he I think I the way the person who I talked about this before, the way the person that sits behind me, Craig thinks about it is that he's, he's lazy and he doesn't try, but I think it's because he, uh, I mean, we talked about it, Messi yeah. saying be slower. I think, I think he's more analytical and doesn't just throw his body in the challenges and is always thinking a few steps ahead. And so he comes off looking, you know, in the same way people think forwards are lazy because they'd only run when it's time to run. And otherwise they're kind of just like walking. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, th- I think it's something like that. and, and also maybe because he's a DP, so they expect stats and they're, they're not looking at passes. They're looking at goals or looking at assists. If you look at passes completed, uh, it becomes a totally different story, I think.
2: Yeah, and I, and I can only assume that you are a novice spectator of the game. You know, I, but, I mean, that, Craig was just I mean,
1: behind me. Played through college, like he he knows a lot about the game. I I don't know what it is. There's something about him that makes people mad.
2: He just comes across as such a nice guy, and he sa- and like when his co- usually his comments, I can't like think of any quotes of them, but seem to be very transparent, but also like have like a, a leadership quality to them. You know?
1: Yeah. You yeah, know, like, like
2: we 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 expect better of ourselves, and we will accomplish more, and like, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, you can tell I'd be a great leader on a team, and that kind of stuff. Let's go, guys! <laughs> 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 that was Andy Dalton on, on three? One, two, three, win. One, two, three, win.
1: I mean, looking looking at the best pass performers in the MLS this year, to find a Seattle player. You do have to go down pretty far. Um, really far. <laughs> uh, well, here's the this, thing about... This has to be career. These are career. I was like, because Ariaga should not be the highest rated sounder. He barely played. Oh, it's alphabetical. I'm an idiot. Hello. <laughs> hello, audience. My name is Cameron, and I'm an idiot. <laughs> I
2: And your new president (laughs) or (laughs) not new, but
1: (laughs) let's uh, let's go to actual now that you've now that you voted for me. I'm an Uh, idiot. (laughs) Completion. No, I think I'm just thrown off by that story. The I, you know, of staying up all night trying to help that uh, the woman uh, who shot at the door. Yeah. She's yeah.
2: your fentanyl friend.
1: So, the highest rated uh, sounder, now that we're looking at actual percentage, is actually Jackson Reagan at uh, 90% com- pass completion percentage. Uh, and then I think as you have we to go- exclude
2: at least center backs from that. Comp- yeah. Yeah. At least center backs.
1: Yeah. Because they, they, I mean, and but that is true. I mean, I think Reagan's really good at starting
2: passes it. or not, you know. Sorry.
1: Yeah. And then Obed after that. Uh, which I guess he played a big bulk of the beginning of the season. Yeah. Um, and and the and we run it through a quarterback. Six is our quarterback. Uh, so uh, and then it's Rusnak, who completed eighty six percent of his passes. So, um, and also here's Barry, thing with
2: Rusnak is he tries to unlock. Uh, he 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 tries shit. Yeah. Not, not, like, flashy. I don't mean that, like, how we used to say for Deuce. But, like, he seems to collect the ball, turn, and try to make something happen instead of just be part of the, the pendulum of sometimes our offense. But So, therefore, he might not—I mean, that's he's still pretty high up there, but when you try shit, sometimes you, you screw up, too. Like, that's— Yeah. Risk the biscuit.
1: But he's still high. I that's, mean— for his position considering best. considering he's played he played higher up the field in multiple positions. Uh there was there was that stretch where he was playing at uh the six, and in, in that mm-hmm. center defensive mid role, I think you get a lot more passes as a sounder. Which is why Obed. And also I think Jackson steps up into that position sometimes. He moved forward more than your average center back, uh, for the Sounders at least. So uh yeah, I, I love him. Yay, Rusnak. is like the second best player. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm... Do you think this... I mean, our next topic, we'll discuss this a little bit more, but with just Ladero out, Rusnak confirmed, like that, it, it would it be... Do you think he'd be disappointed if he's not the 10? Like if we signed somebody that actually would play that role?
1: I don't think so. I think he would play whatever position he's supposed to be. I think... I think he probably did, thinks like, he beat earned it
2: sitting in it right now without being able to play.
1: <laughs> yeah. I I think it, he wants to win a championship. So if we win a championship, it's not going to be a problem. If it makes yeah. us good, it's not going to be a problem for him. He'll go wherever it needs to be done. But I think, yeah, he'll want to be in the 10 now that he's finally back in the position where he thinks he is the best and, and mm-hmm. succeeds mostly at his game.
2: Sure. Sure. Uh, Freddie Montero, Kellen Rowe. Do you think they, they, have are just going to retire have coffee in the morning and wine at night
1: yeah i mean i think freddie uh, there's nowhere else he can play right and let, he might go play for the tacoma stars i suppose but uh the same but his way his wife that, will say
2: if you're going to continue playing professionally it will be in the same no way. and that's
1: that's already what's happening that's why he's still yeah. playing it's because his wife the choices were seattle and vancouver and Vancouver's not going to sign him again and uh he has with the coffee shop now i think he's golden, mm-hmm. right? Like, we can go hang out with Freddie there. He's got some crypto stuff going on too, based on his no, thanks. Twitter, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, thanks. Uh, and, and uh, Ro, yeah, I would, uh, I, you know, I think he's a player who could step up and play for another team come off the bench. I don't think he's ever gonna be a starter again based on his age and his injuries. But uh, one reason he loved being here was he's near his family, he gets to be an uncle. and. I would I would think unless it was something that is really worth his time, he, he would retire as well, but you never know. Yeah. Something tells me that if it's not
2: here, at least, well, Calenro is still, how, how old is he?
1: He's in his 30s. I'm not, I'm sure exactly. Well, I know he's
2: them. in his 30s, but yeah, is he like
1: 36, 33? I or think like probably he's- younger side of it. I don't know. I just might
2: as well look. But I feel like both for both of their like bios, right? Like it's either here or I would think so. He's 32. Now that they're now that he's 32. Oh, okay. No, he
1: shouldn't retire. Well but he you know, also has gone through some bad injuries and so uh, and had to recover. So that's hard, right? It's hard to keep playing.
2: And look at Andy Rose. I mean, he's not a very he's not very old. He's our coach. I think he's younger.
1: I think he's younger than that, Andy Rose. He's gotta be. I wonder what that story is all about. Do you know? He just wanted to coach. So he chose to coach over playing. He could still be playing. That's weird. I mean, I think his time, he knew his time. At that was, age. But his he was never going to be a superstar. And he was going to have to keep moving. I think there's a point where you can go, oh, I can have, I can legitimately sit down, have raise my family in one location sure. that I love. And not have to be going from team to team to country to country and yeah so I think that's what it probably came down to uh was there a, was it on our discord where there was a discussion about Kellen Rowe is the worst sounders player this year
2: I know there was a discussion him, going I'd on I jump in and it's what are they what's the reddit thing tldr yeah too long I truly don't
1: understand people I mean to me Kel and Kellen you know, he was hurt, but he did his role. He played his role and yeah, uh, that's the most you can ask for someone. He didn't go out there and perform badly. Um, it could have been on, uh, the Alliance council though, as well, because the people commenting on it were muffin top Mofle, model and, uh, Nicholas Biela. So, uh, I'm in oh, okay. groups <laughs> with both of them. Uh, but I, w- I would, I think that's an important the, thing to bring up people. Uh, because uh, I would I, I would like to have a discussion with you around this because uh, I think I am You're in luck. very much in disagreement with uh, Nicholas, well, let me, if I can find it. Let me grab another beer. Ooh, okay. Oh, interesting. Uh, here's a little scuttlebutt while you do that. Earlier today, uh, Major League Soccer announced sanctions against LAFC Following serious misconduct by the LFC fan supporter group 3252. 3252, oh, well. I guess how you say it. Prior to the MLS <laughs> Cup playoff match. In coordination with MLS. Sorry. Yeah, 3252. Yeah. 3252. Uh, well, that's how it's like, in the address, probably. 3252. Yeah, yeah. In coordination with MLS, <laughs> LAFC agrees to conduct a full investigation of the incident, and violators will be subject to further penalties, indefinite bans including MLS Cup and all appropriate legal action. I wish you ever wrote this with the comma, the, the serial comma in there. The comprehensive review will focus on improving security and supporter management processes for the 2024 and beyond. For failing to meet required safety protocols, LAFC has been fined $100,000 and will be subject to league oversight related to security and supporter management processes. For the 2024 season, 3252 will have all supporter privileges indefinitely suspended pending the completion of MLS and LAFC's Whoa. comprehensive review. Supporter Whoa. privilege for 3252 attending MLS Cup this Saturday will be restricted. So, ooh,
0: here. <laughs> well,
2: I needed a drink after that. Did so, you ask me what I thought about that? That's what you wanted to ask me.
1: No, there was things I wanted to ask you, and then this popped uh, up in the news section.: Oh, okay, earlier. Um, so where they, do So again. They got popped for having flares up when they knew flares were not allowed. Uh, oh, last whoa. year, they got in trouble for flares, and so they did it picture, again.
2: That's I' Yeah.
1: I mean, it's a cool picture, right? but definitely uh, not allowed. So they knew better, uh, for sure. Um, what's
2: the investigation looking at that photo? <laughs> it seems <laughs> no, I mean, to me. I think they'll look. The at word the process, on the street is. <laughs> uh,
1: I think they'll look at the process and see how uh, how did they get the flares in? Like because how egregious was this this whole setup? Because like when we come in, uh, well, first off, because our stadium is uh, a homeland security threat. Meaning like um, target it's, Mm -hmm. it's potential target for a terrorist attack. Uh, We cannot be let in the building unless a police officer is there to open the door for us, if it's not open for public yet. So when we come in as supporter groups, we have to go early, they have to search our stuff and then after security searches our stuff, we have to put our stuff up there and then go back and then personally go through the metal detectors and then we have to show our ticket for the match. They don't scan it, but we have to show it so we can go in the stadium because if we leave, we use that to get back in, they don't want people Mm -hmm. sneaking in. So we have a lot of procedures. So how did they get those flares in what, like, why weren't they searched? Um, stuff like that. Why, you know, and what's three, two, five, two knew better. They got in trouble last year. Uh, the reason flare they use flares, same thing. Now here's why they're not allowed. Uh, and this is why this is a big thing. This isn't the MLS being the no fun league. Uh, the only time, the only thing discussion around MLS with flares before had to do with fire code stuff, flares and the containers they come in are now governed by the ATF. Cause they're considered explosives because if you don't store them properly, they can explode. So you have to store them in a certain way in the stadium So teams can have flares. We we could have them at a Sounders game, but under our rules, they would have to be held by a Sounders employee. There would have to be a water bucket there. Uh, There's all these different rules that are required because of local fire rules, but then also it's governed by the ATF. So a lot of people are mad about this across the league, but the league itself doesn't have the ability to fight the federal government on this issue right they can make comments but they can't just go in there and be like you have to change the rules the atf doesn't care what the league thinks yeah they don't care about (laughs) this is the you know they they have more important things to do yeah Uh, what what ammo what's the t stand for (laughs) Ammo, some tobacco and firearms. Not ammo. It's probably something else. Oh, I don't. <laughs> ammo, tobacco, <and> firearms. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're uh, the goddamn ATF. We don't give no shit about no fan. <laughs> alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, that's what ATF, they, well. they they regulate those. So so the fact, like from a fan perspective, that's why they can't they can't be had, is because it's con- under. Like there this isn't just like, oh, the Lee's gonna investigate. There might be a federal investigation and people can get in trouble for violating ATF rules, regulations, and actual federal laws. <laughs> Hopefully they won't do that. But I mean, in theory, that could happen, right? If we're handling those, they could come charge them with handling illegal handling of firearms or munitions.
2: Too bad it's too bad it's an East Coast final, otherwise it'd be Awkward
1: this weekend. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, uh, there. So basically, what, what I wanted to ask you about, and I'll, I'll paraphrase since I don't have oh, it in yeah. front of me, uh, was that there there was a discussion on who the worst player on the Sounders was. Uh, this year Nicholas, or ever? Uh, probably both, but I think it was about <laughs> this year. And and the real discussion centered on what do you consider the worst player? And Nicholas said it for them him. It has to do with on and off the field. They have to be the worst in both instances. And for yeah. me, I don't agree because if I'm talking about the worst player, I'm talking about on the field. If I'm talking about the worst person, then I'm talking about off the field.
2: But I can see. So just from that right there is also an off the field player can affect the team dynamics, which can affect the yeah. field and their performance. Yeah, I think that's. probably, And true. I feel like that's not like a stretch. You know, having a fucking headache to deal with.
1: But we don't. We don't have anyone on our team currently that that is that level of off the field headache. Uh, you know, I think there was some discussion, oh. and and maybe this discussion started around Eddie Johnson and some of the We're way he handled Javier it. And, his, and his Instagram. Yeah, I don't know how much that actually affected the team. I don't know if that's why he's benched, or maybe he's just benched because he's not better than the players we have ahead of him. That I don't know. They obviously didn't cut him, and they didn't, and he st- mm-hmm. and they kept the option on him so he's still on the I team know, yeah. so we so you stand never know for sounders uh yeah we're not gonna uh, uh, w- no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't go there we're not going there that's not yeah. you don't have
2: opinions
1: <laughs> they they spoke out on him and hey vote's um, done man you can open up your mouth get drunk <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah it was on our discord because uh uh oh they disimproved their mobile app uh for 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 Nicholas, he said it was Mark Birch because he called the the ball boy the f word. Oh snap! I didn't know about Remember, that. Remember, he got he got suspended for that uh, because he didn't give him the ball fast enough. So um, yeah, uh,
2: Mark Birch kind of looked like an '80s Republican, like <laughs> candidate for like
1: city council. Uh. So time. yeah, this started with, uh, actual Dom saying, I'm glad we didn't re a row. He's the worst player ever seen in a Sounders uniform. Although he's an amazing person. I definitely don't agree with that. I think he was serviceable. He's a terrible backup. person. <laughs> no, I think he was a serviceable backup. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? Like, I, and also we've had he was, players. He was a like, solid
2: like 63 rating.
1: Yeah, that's fine.
2: You know, it's like, okay.
1: Here's working, the thing like, about row is the, this is what I believe. Uh, and this is what I thought before it was said to me by uh, Garth Loggerway. And that is, you know what you're getting out of Roe. His ceiling isn't high, but he's always consistent. So you know his floor. And so you can put yeah. him in there and you're going to get what you expect out of him. With the one exception of when he got the red card for throwing the ball over the, the um, yes. advertising board. But um, like he should have known man. better. But uh, yeah, yeah
2: um, you know what you know what he should have done is gone to the referees room after the game and see if he can get it. <laughs> That's what he should have done.
1: I mean, it, I think it was House of Sounders had a whole discussion on who was the biggest bust of a signing in in Sounders history, uh, and number five for them was Valdez. Uh, and then they had some other ones that kind of surprised me in there too. And Valdez, to me, he made the playoff goal and that's all that matters. Like that makes up for everything. He won us a playoff game. Who cares what he did that regular season?
2: Like, and, Yeah. And his abs.
1: Oh yeah. They do. That's we the thing about. We got to say those players. were our abs for nice a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Just like Kenny Cooper's pecs. Oh boy. Oh, Kenny Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Who, who's your worst sounder of all time? Oh geez.
2: I don't ever trust my, like, memory. Um, You know, if I was going to go, like, a Nick route without knowing about Birch, because that's that's terrible. But I would almost have to say, like, totally hindsight. But, like, I'm not proud that Marco Papa was on our team. Mm. In in the moment. In the moment, under,
1: yeah, under Nick's the, analysis, that's yes. the one. That's way higher than Mark Birch.
2: <laughs> yeah, I keep
1: remembering our
2: our episode with Dan. He's like, he's like, so like, what was it? Like, I tried to reach out to him or something, but you know, I couldn't because he'd just been stabbed. <laughs> I just remember being like, you know, I'm so glad the story is on our podcast right now. This is yeah. hilarious. But no, anyway, I mean, yeah, yeah,
1: because because it came out that he had been stabbed. Uh, by former Miss Teen America, former Miss Teen Washington, um, who was his girlfriend, and and I, I told Dan, and he went down. We had traded him to the Rapids, so he went down and tried to get a hold yeah. of him. But uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, been stabbed. <laughs> he he is finally out of prison. He served, I think, two of his. Oh, you're five keeping years up thinking. on him. Oh, I look. Uh, yeah, I looked at my buddy Paul, and I we were talking about him the other day when we were at a hockey game, and I looked him up oh, just to see no. where he was at. Cause he, he was that's sentenced to five years in prison for domestic violence in his home country. And he ended up getting out after like two and a half years, I think. And now he's playing again. So he's on a, he's on a team somewhere playing in, in uh, Guatemala, I believe is where he's from.
2: Okay. Yeah. So I guess that'd be mine. Um, so yeah,
1: uh, that, that's hard. If we're going by Nick, that's, that's definitely, that's hard to beat. Um, yeah.
2: And I've, and i have I feel like I know. Like if you said someone'd be like, "Oh yeah, definitely," of some name. I can't think of the names, but of players that were just like, "Ooh, you're just you're just
1: not playing very well," like one of those type of players. I mean, I think probably Tomas or uh, Tiffert,
2: Christian Tiffert, considering the Adam Johansson,
1: uh, some of those signings. Yeah, he, he just maybe Kufo. Like we got hand. one hat trick out of Kufo, but maybe Kufo. Some of those those are, early, those are different
2: times. Those are different times. Some of those early. But, signs. Adam Johansson. Here's my thoughts on him. How did we get to this point? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are we talking about? <laughs> well, let me finish my thought and then we'll move on. <laughs> uh, well, I think his his history with us is tainted from the handball. I feel like.
1: Mm, I don't even know. I Remember the handball? It was, wasn't it like a
2: playoff game? And... could have been. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, well, jeez. Okay, well, never mind. I'm glad. I don't we're remember talking things. I'm old.
1: And, uh, I, so I mean, I remember about... specific things. He was, he was just an amorphous. Like, didn't live up to the hype. Um, you know, uh, O'Brien White was that? Was that his name? Oh
2: yeah, but he had a blood clot issue in his leg.
1: Yeah, but he, remember we played him at forward? No, that was Shari Joseph. Uh, Shari was, Joseph is another. Stop, that was terrible. Yes. Uh, no, thanks, Siggy. Uh, that was another horror. We've had some rough, it, it, rough times. But that's a
2: funny memory, though. It was like literally, yeah. I know 100% of everyone watching that game when the lineup was shown was like, what the Yeah,
1: fuck? it was real funny <laughs> sitting there this is hilarious. in Portland. And finding out after you've driven all the way down to Portland, sitting in the court, like with way too many people like, in a band. Is that line up upside the down? Quarter of it, <laughs> my foot and leg completely asleep, finally get there and then find out that we're starting a defender at forward. Yes, absolutely funny. It would have been
2: awful. more reasonable if he was like, oh, he's playing keeper tonight. So there's clearly something in training we don't know. Yeah. Okay. Let's see how this goes. But instead, we're like, absolutely not. Nope. This is a joke.
1: (laughs) Um, Anyway. Yeah. um, So, uh, uh, but just to lay out a few more people that were on this list from the worst signings, which is a little different question. Uh, No, that were on it that they put there. uh, They had uh, Freddie Lundberg as the number one, which I think is ridiculous because he was past his prime and we brought him in. He did his role, it was to get sell season tickets. Yeah, I like, know he was, a- it was fine. We didn't ex- like you. That means your expectations were too high. Uh, I think Tiffert was dead on. He was one of them. Tomas was one. Um, Cicchini was one, which I don't agree with. Cause that was more of a, uh, from my understanding, that was more of a Garth loved him and Brian hated him thing. And he was caught in the middle. Um, they said that he, Oh, he didn't train well and didn't and was lazy, but I think that's a, 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 a Schmetzer. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Sicigni, based on his talent, should have been JP before JP was JP. He was a box to box midfielder that was a six that could push forward. I feel like cool I like goals. He just never got the minutes. Um, yeah, so uh, it surprises me with some of those because maybe it's the money involved with them for them, but for me, it's 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 about like the hype of a player. Uh, like Tomas was hyped way up. Yeah, he was yeah let's get right, back we to should, it.
2: yeah let's take a little break we haven't heard of the music for a while and we're nearing an hour so
0: Ooh, let's take let's a breather well
1: while, while we're let's take a real breather because i gotta pee.
0: hey sounders fans we're stoked to bring you a special message from the artisan your eco-conscious haven for sustainable fashion soccer isn't just a game it's a lifestyle Living that lifestyle sustainably has never been easier with The Artisan's Cyber Annual Sale, going strong through December 1st. Explore their mission at theartisan-nb.com, because at The Artisan, it's about fostering a community that values sustainability, echoing the deep-rooted environmental ethos of the Pacific Northwest. Stay kind, make waves is not merely a slogan, but a dedication. And did we mention their partnership with Oceana? With every order, 10% of their net profits directly support Oceana in their efforts to save the oceans. At Artisan, it's about embracing a sustainable lifestyle and making waves in the right direction. Even after the Cyber Annual Sale ends, the Artisan remains your go-to for sustainable style, perfectly aligning with the values that we hold dear in the PNW. Every purchase is a step toward a more sustainable and stylish world. But hold on, there's more. For every purchase from the newly launched Winter Collection, the Artisan will use a portion of the profits to focus on their Save the Arctic initiative, setting a goal to raise funds and awareness. So get ready to be part of something bigger and make a difference in the Arctic's future. Huge shout out to the Artisan for redefining what it means to be a clothing company. Stay kind, make waves, and go Sounders!
1: Yeah. Date. All all united of them.
2: Seems like one of those like you watch like a, a drug commercial and they're like playing basketball or something, and the mom with psoriasis is watching, and it's like state <laughs> versus unit yeah. yeah.
1: No, this is uh this is the USA jersey from uh whatever the probably the FIBA World Championships, whatever the most recent world champions are. How many jerseys do you think you have? Of which team? Hold on. Okay. How many total? Well, a uh, couple hundred, probably at least. Jesus
2: fucking Christ.
1: I mean, I have I have 40, 40, 40 Seahawks jerseys, at least 50 plus Sounders jerseys. Then I have Huskies jerseys, Santa Clara jerseys, a few Seattle U jerseys, USA jerseys. I um, you have four jerseys Seawolves. <laughs>
2: I'm legitimately... A uh, I
1: have a Seattle Orca jersey.
2: Seven. All sports. Um,
1: Yeah. I have a lot.
2: Yeah, hold on. Let me see if I have a little bit more if I can beat you. um, <laughs> No. I have seven, I think. <laughs> I feel like seven's normal.
1: You have a Kobe no, baseball jersey.
2: Oh, yes. Thank you very much for that. That mm-hmm. is... Um, I want another reason to wear that. I guess when you have thousands of jerseys... Every day is a reason to wear them.
1: Yeah, oh, I wear them gym all the time. You know, I'm I'm retiring some, but I wear Sounders jersey to the gym a lot, or you know, to the doctor or all, wherever. Oh my god, yeah, is that a Sounder? Yeah, is that yeah. is that Mark Birch? Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, although although uh, uh you you're like, no wait, no. Rich Rich used to get con <laughs> on I think two locations. He got confused for JP. Uh, and they literally thought it was him, and, and was like, oh, "I'm so sorry, you're injured. I can't wait to see you back."
2: All right, I'm including all of that, and that is the start of the second half of the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, all right, so the scuttlebutt is mm-hmm. that the if the DP if if the DPS were Jedi, the Sounders have found themselves a youngling, perhaps.
1: Yeah. Pedro de la Vega. Young Argentinian. He has, uh, what two caps with the Argentine national team. Uh, he did blow out his knee, which is probably why he's available to a team like us, because, uh, that meant that he wasn't, you know, he, he would be in Europe by now if he hadn't blown out his knee, basically. Mm -hmm. He'd be playing on the biggest teams in the world. But, uh, that comes in our favor and now he's gotta build back up and uh show these over the injuries, so maybe he can come do that as a young DP here in Seattle. And when it, it was
2: twenty twenty he's played a full season. Yeah. A full it's been a full year of twenty twenty two. Yeah. When did he start late this year or did he play a full season?
1: That's a good question. Uh I haven't damn I right. Watched, it is. I just watched his highlights more Sanders than a buck, motherfucker. <laughs> That's a damn uh, so, great question. <laughs> uh <laughs> But he played 38 matches this year, so full full slate. He had six goals, six a kiss assists, and five yellow this cards. Accounts. MLS multiplex, <laughs> MLS yeah, multiplex Sorry. <laughs> uh,
2: ATM.
1: I'm a good speaker. I hey, wrote
2: down the Viga head this the, <laughs>
1: This is why I I speak for a living, whether it is in a classroom Brand new microphone, too. This is so great. You're so professional. MLS Multiplex website two days ago. That's not real. (laughs) Uh, It is. Seattle Sounders on the verge of a master stroke. Pedro de la Vega in the hands of the Cascadians. The imminent signing of the young Argentine promises to shake up MLS and elevate Sounders' level. Uh, It would be amazing. He's 22 years old uh he uh would be a huge signing he plays uh winger primarily Ooh. um he can play the ten he's listed as a forward so i wonder if he could play the ups upper part of a like a striker you know if he had two strikers if he could play up there mm-hmm. but <clears throat> uh it would be a huge signing i mean he uh he wears number 10, so he probably will get number 10 here. Now, of course, he was uh, – Brian Schmetzer was on the radio with Softy today and said, uh, you know, I don't comment on players that aren't signed, but he's a young, great player. So uh, that's what Brian has said about JP, I think, back in the day and a few other people. So hopefully – Oh, I was
2: going to say thanks for
1: that, Cameron. <laughs> it rings true. Uh, so, yeah, he he uh, would be a huge signing Uh and I'm for it because that uh creates a problem though for your son. Does it? I mean if he's playing left wing, where's Chuba? I,
2: I left wing. Oh, you think Chu's I would be I would like if him? this guy signs, I want Christian Roldan to play
1: um in the center with Russ Okay, so then we only have one CDM? Yeah. And one forward?
2: Yeah, Jordan Morris, Raul Ruiz Diaz.
1: Okay, cool.
2: And and honestly, do you think, real quick, I think it's more of a question of Raul Rui Diaz. Like, do we, do you think he's starting next year? I mean, obviously, uh, we it have depends. his contract. It depends on how but... he comes
1: out, right? He's on the team, obviously. Uh so he he was in the uh U uh U20 Argentines not the 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 um parent team but uh he did get 12 uh appearances in the two and this is where we got two two tournaments he was called up for which was the 2019 FIFA U20 World Cup in Poland and the 2019 South American U20 Championship. So mm. exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. In his, yeah, no. uh, in his three years prior to this year, uh, or prior to his injury, he had had 33 league appearances with four goals um, and then five cup appearances with one goal and seven continental appearances with one goal. So uh, he uh, obviously had a breakout year. Time Time to bring him up, and it, it'll be really cool if we can – have a player of that caliber on our team. So I watched
2: both I, the video you sent me, the one that's entitled "You know him, him humiliating people," and then there's another one. Um, what I really like about him, one, he kind of looks like if David Beckham was born in like I, like the late '90s. Beckham was hmm. born in Argentina. Ar- Argentina. I
1: mean, he's, he's in got, a of he's Italian. Got the, descent, and I'm excited.
2: I'm excited to have that hair. <laughs> like, it's been a while since we have, like, I don't count Rui. Who Diaz was the last hair?
1: hair? It was probably... Uh, uh, Ro-
2: Rosales, for sure.
1: Okay. Was he... Ooh, I, no, Valdez. Valdez. Valdez, I, Valdez was after, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, but I'm talking like hair that you're just like, oh yeah, that's, he's got, that's, that's the hair. That's nice. Yeah. he's He looks like he's going to be that next player for us, which I'm excited about being raised in a hair salon.
1: So, important thing, though he although he does plan the wing uh, mls is reporting that he would fill the 10 role vacated by lodero
2: i was actually just going to say i read uh, was that tom, tom bogert uh,
1: this is jonathan Segal, but yeah i mean
2: oh okay maybe to- oh, another tom another offer yeah he's a tweet that i saw earlier anyway yeah that's that's where they, they're quoting yeah. i was uh, just going to ask you that actually like or or christians Christians and stay up there. He goes in the middle because of the video when I was watching those videos, he does look like he's coming he's in the middle a lot and can move out wide. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't look like he's streaking past. Him. However, his balance is very Christian Don esque. He knows how to use his body and not use his body to like get a foul, like fight in front of a defender and control the ball and move past him and win balls. He, he's Deft at that is that right? It's awesome. No, I, yeah, yeah. Adept. He looks. I mean, he also looks taller on those videos. He's apparently he's five eight.
1: Oh, he definitely looks taller. That's funny. Yeah. Maybe everyone or around everyone, him is everyone short. short yeah. <laughs> Argentinian soccer players are short. Yeah,
2: but no, I'm excited about this, and and again, watching those videos, I know I did say, and I'm I, and I still stand by it. it. It's fun when you get a bigger signing especially one that can perform. Yeah. And I know we're not that club. I was just saying that in the last episode, that would be something I'd like to see, you know, but speaking of this hair, is, he's real super quick. intriguing and he I'm is. excited about it. And hopefully agree. it happens. And let's talk more Seems about
1: like, him, but I want to know, did you see Holland running to yell at the goalie with his hair? First time I've ever seen his hair completely out and flowing behind him in a win. Here's one of the ugliest men, in the human race that had the most beautiful <laughs> oh, hair, this mane <coughs> flowing behind. I mean, come on. You're not telling me that Holland isn't like 50% Neanderthal. Look at the dude. I mean, I'm one to talk, but come on.
2: All I know is there was a terrible off, offside called not called or called. No, it was, it's hard because there was a adva- bunch of wrong ones. No, there was an advantage. Played, and then a beautiful pass by Holland, and then he blew the whistle when it should have been a breakaway. That's the only thing recently I know about him, and they used a meme of his reaction running to the ref. Is that the same running you're mm, talking about? Yeah,
1: probably. Okay. Looking angry, but his hair is blowing.
2: Oh, but his oh, cool. beautiful,
1: beautiful hair in the background. I'm glad
2: he brought that up and interrupted this.
1: Oh, it's important because maybe we can bring him to the sounders. Maybe we could bring him to the Sounders.
2: Yeah. That, and that's the player of caliber I'm talking about. Yeah. That's, that's clearly.
1: Truly who we want. Um, I was thinking maybe Mbappe or Neymar. What, what about you? Both. Let's just do both. I mean, I, I will say that. Competition. Uh, about, about three years ago, <laughs> I saw Garth. And I said, Garth, I need to tell you something. Uh I brought both Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo to the Sounders on free transfers. How come you haven't done this yet? Yeah. If I can do it on FIFA, you can do it. And he said, you know, my par- my kids are starting to play FIFA, and I'm worried they're going to start having the same criticisms.
2: <laughs> Weibel would never say something so quippy.
1: Uh, mainly because he doesn't talk much. <laughs> I like, I like yeah. Craig, but he, he's tight-lipped.
2: So, um, yeah, I'm excited about it, – it seems like this is the the signing. And he'd be a youth DP, right, for a year? Yeah, he'd be the looked. young DP
1: spot. Uh, my worry is that we're going to get super hyped up and then it won't happen. Uh, like like the MLS article says, which is generally true, we have – oh, beautiful sound. We have other players lined up if he doesn't work out. We always have players lined up. And, in fact, he may Don't not be able to Don't you kind of have player. to say that too? No, but we always do we just don't hear about them i'm sure he wasn't of course
2: i would be furious if this is like the one player we've scouted and we're going after um yeah but clearly but clearly things get leaked when they're it was when it's when it's when it's it's this reported unless um, yeah unless
1: it's like who's the guy who uh i think he was another shout out to
2: nico too he our, our local guy
1: yeah, a Peruvian player who came over after we signed Raúl, and was using us. He even came and was seen in Bellevue, and then was just using us to get a bigger contract in Turkey. So uh, there's always possibilities like that. So I, I'm trying not to get my hopes up until it's official. But man, this would be exciting.
2: Where where would you want him? I did, I don't think he said that. Like clearly, he'd be starting.
1: I mean, if he can play left mid, maybe there. I think if he can play forward there. But uh, I think as a young player, you want to put him where he's most comfortable because of the flexibility we have with Resnack. Uh I'd, I mean, I think Rusnak's best position is at the 10. But if this guy's best position is at the 10 and his drop-off is more, then put him at the 10 because we know the drop-off is far left, less mm-hmm. for Resnac in other positions.
2: Yeah, we. Most of what we've seen is him deeper, so. Yeah, I, I and I, I I like his style of play with Leo Chu. Leo Chu is fast, right? He's he's got that mix of both speed and. Technical skill, and and to have something similar on the other side, but looks substantially more. Well, you never see Leo in the middle, but this guy, Pedro De la Vega. It was a short I don't know why I'm, I'm saying Leo this guy. His middle. name is so cool. Yeah, but I mean more central, deeper. Oh, okay. This guy, this I said it again. Why am I why am I not saying De la Vega? De la Vega looks great in the middle of the park. So, um It's a good problem to have if we get him and I'd like to I'd like to see him on the same field as Leo Chu. 1 because of the investment, All right? This is the last year of contract, I believe, right? And I, my argument was he's getting better every single year. And now I think people are getting nitpicky. So I'd like to see him on the field with our best players as well consistently. And I think that's isn't what you that what you always want.
1: Your best 11. Mm-hmm. I think right. Yeah. Most most successful 11. Yeah. And meaning the ones that together at the positions they're playing make us the best team.
2: The way this guy plays. There's not a player on this team that plays like him. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's because he is De La
1: Vega. He is De La Vega.
2: Father of the Meadow. That's what his name means. Oh, really? No, I'm an idiot. Not Padre, it's Pedro. I know, but it's of the Meadow is his last name. And then I got excited and just immediately started talking. (laughs) I was like,
1: (laughs) no, no, no. (laughs) A Vega is a Meadow? Okay.
2: I'm white and I live in Everett. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> dude <Whippadoo. laughs> Drinking right here. Yo, yo La not Tread on me ATF. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Ammo's a- at transmissions and ammo's
1: <laughs> transmission. <laughs> mud wrestling. <laughs> Firearms. <laughs> mud um, wrestling. Somebody uh from uh a friend of mine who is now a parent. I have uh we were making a TV show, and she Jello wrestled. And I feel like I need to find that old footage and show it to her little kids. <laughs> I won't actually do it. Yeah, but... I was
2: gonna say, yeah, she's she's a friend. Because <laughs> no, she I think be. she'd think
1: it was funny. No, I think she'd think it she was. funny. Yeah,
2: I'd be like, I would, I would like to show my kids when the the days of my mud wrestling. Not you <laughs> coming over randomly on the Thursday at noon. <laughs>
1: Sorry, I Check have between out. meetings. I found it. <laughs> Yeah, I've been searching for Uh, it for hours. I'm not weird. Why don't we have a Department of Sandwiches? That's what I want to know. Department of Sandwiches.
2: Oh, you went ATF on me, didn't you? (laughs) Yeah. He caught me off guard there.
1: (laughs) I think the Sounders need to sign some good old-fashioned players. Sounders? (laughs) The Sounders. No, um, I'm excited for this guy. I hope he comes. Uh, This would be a big first step uh, we, he's a young DP. So the question is what that, so what happens to our current, cause he's not U22. We can still sign two U22 players. Uh, I think Chu is out of U22 now, if I recall correctly. So does he become a TAM player? I mean, there's a lot of contract stuff we need to figure out. What uh, is U22 he a DP? Mean? Oh gosh. Uh, let me pull up U2 the cover man actual- we we talked about this a little bit on a past episode, but uh, I will pull up because it is the most convoluted. It's an initiative to support further investments in young players. So how it works. MLS clubs can now sign up to three players under the age of 22 to lucrative contracts at a reduced budget charge. So it's like it's like kind of like a so DP it, in that you so sign up.
2: When you say you 22, you were also saying young DP.
1: No, young DP is a different position. God young DP damn it. because there's limits on what a U22 can be. Young DP means under a certain age, and they only count. It's it's a similar idea, but it's different. We want to so do an here, F1
2: podcast about how like and and, the, and how like <laughs> insanely intricate and and unique these vehicles are. MLS fucking roster rules, dude. It's way more they're different. more complicated way more <laughs> than an ERS uh, yeah, whatever.
1: So this is the basics of it. You, you can have three. Uh, they can occupy the slot from and through the season they turn 25. so Chu actually might still be a U22 for one more year, because uh, I think is he only 24 now? Keep reading. Eligibility. International players, when they sign their first MLS contract, homegrown players are eligible on either their first or second contract. Super draft picks, meanwhile, are eligible for initiative on their second contract only, I guess. <clears throat> so, Leo Chu
2: 23. Leo Chu 23.
1: So here, here are the specifics on it for all, all you uh, soccer nerds out there. Hmm. Um, the senior roster can have up to 20 players occupying slots, one through 20. Uh, count against the 2023 salary cap, meaning this past year, which was 5.2 million, five 5.21 million, technically. Uh, so there's a supplemental Our roster. salary cap
2: is five million dollars.
1: Yeah, but Barf. remember DPS don't count against it. Uh, I know, but that's still. 10 like, players get done, but
2: right, yeah. When you put it in that perspective, NFL's 262.
1: Right, but like but. What's the TV deal for the NFL? It's like two hundred and sixty no I
2: understand I understand, so. <laughs> I understand the 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 machine I'm just saying when you look at the stark contrast and just quality of player yeah it's still. Yeah.
1: That's, I mean it's still good soccer. I'm just saying that's crazy so if we get the young designated young designated player who is 23 years old or younger than the age of 23 during the league year will carry the following young designated player salary budget charge. If you're under 20, 20 and under 150,000. If you're 21 to 23, 200,000. So young DP only counts 200,000 against the cap. Uh, if you join midseason and you would, it'd be 150,000. You can buy down the salary of, uh, Designated players with general allocation money, uh, but it can't go less to one hundred fifty thousand. So uh, that you can get three now, that's no, that's one. That's the young DP. Now, the, yeah. that's what you said. So basically, young to be U twenty two. On the other hand, you can have three of. So, if a club elects to sign a third designated player, the number of U twenty two initiative slots would be impacted in the following way: if the third designated player is a young designated player, the club will have all three U twenty two initiative slots. So we would still get three as opposed, and one presumably two. Uh, so we'd have two left. If we, if we didn't sign, if we signed it an older DP, then we wouldn't get those three. If the third designated player is 24 or older, uh, the maximum TAM money you can have is 1.6 million for that, uh, but you still get three, and then uh, it just changes. So here it is. You have to be 22 years or younger in the first year you are eligible to play, uh, you're eligible to occupy a slot if it's your first contract like we talked about or you're a super draft player or you're homegrown. Uh, a player's salary may not exceed the maximum salary budget charge in any given year. A homegrown or su- super draft player on his second contract may earn up to 200000 above the maximum salary budget charge. So uh, the budget charge is 150000 or younger for 20 or younger, 200000 for 21 to 25. So you can only earn 200000 So that's the difference. A young DP can earn up to 1.6 million taken away. And then whatever's extra accounts against the budget, a young DP can only earn 200,000. But you can pay a young player then to come play for us for $200,000. So that's all the technical rules. I know you look like you have a headache now. But here's why these things matter. Because when you only have 5.1 million, you want to sign as many of those young players as you can because you can bring three Starting level players in from another country, if they'll come to play for you, that are making two hundred thousand, while Ariaga sits on the bench for six hundred and fifty to seven hundred
2: and fifty thousand. Do you know what the worst part of game night is? What's that? When you do game night and they bust out a game you haven't played before, and you read the rules, and, and, he, and they're like, "All right, I'm just going to read the rules, and then we'll just go." <laughs> And you're like, no, that's not gonna work. It's just not it's not gonna but happen. There's no other it. way to do no, it no, on the Well let me just oh no, we're just gonna do it and then and then you know the first round won't count, okay? It's like I, and that's what that felt like. I'm like, oh god. Right, we but just that's play magic.
1: That's the rules. So let's talk about real quick thank one you. more thing. Thank you. One more thing. The reason why the Seahawks were never going to win with Russell Wilson, despite the fact that he's a significantly better quarterback than Geno Smith, and Geno Smith is not the answer. Uh, Geno Smith is good. He's not great. Russell Wilson has been the best quarterback in the NFL this year, except for the last game, in the first game. But uh, his numbers are all first or second in everything. Um, Russell Wilson took up 17% of the Seahawks cap space. People who win the Super Bowl win it where they take up 10% or less. So let's – obviously, it's not a direct translation, but let's talk about the Sounders. Ariaga, who doesn't – did he even play a minute this year? Yeah, he did. But not not a lot. Takes up 14.7% no. of the Sounders cap space. <laughs> well, that –
2: even more, like, 5 million. Like, and yeah, three That's, DPs. He's they, worth
1: like... – he's worth – all, if you sign three young desi- or three U twenty two players, they cost six hundred thousand. Three young players who presumably would start or be like one B mm-hmm. <laughs> cost less so, than Javier Ariaga.
2: So what? So I think the most important piece of business in this offseason, what we've just uncovered on Sounders Scuttlebutt, is that we need to get something for Javier. Ariaga
1: honestly I would take nothing just to get his roster there's his cap number off
2: that's fine because you can do that at any time
1: but that's not we, what they think because you, uh, they they could let what him I mean.
2: well oh yeah actually they well, that's just what, so, so could by making that decision. decision you need to get a return of investment yeah because you can cut the court at any single at any time you just got to pay for it right you might as well. I wonder That's when the roster got to be vests. why they did that, because otherwise you look, we look like, I think we look like idiots. In the at, do you think in the MLS of their salary
1: do they vest the 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 you know like in the NFL if you have a players on your roster after June first or whatever they count X versus the cap versus not is there something like that in the MLS because can we just get rid of him at any time and suddenly he doesn't count against the cap anymore, uh only what he's been paid not what he's going to be paid.
2: Well, I think you're asking the wrong person. Game night, hello. Let us know, audience. We have a Discord. Yes, we do have a Discord. Link link is in the show description. Um, What was I trying to say? Um, Doesn't matter. My
1: head
0: hurts. Roster rules.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, here. Guaranteed dollars uh, can be a lot uh, for... um, Enter Miami. This is twenty twenty three. They had twenty six million in guaranteed dollars. They had three million in guaranteed midfield and five million in guaranteed, six million guaranteed. So to- for a total of almost forty million. So the mm-hmm. roster, <laughs> because of being able to pay down, because of DP rules, three DPs, mm. uh, because of the ability to pay people down to TAM, with all the they got tons of money from uh, uh, Toronto. Uh, they were able to go thirty four million over the cap. Because of their the flexibility with those rules, uh, the Sounders had eighteen point one million, so we were able to go thirteen million over the cap through those flexible rules. Uh, ours was mostly invested in our Javier uh, Ariaga <laughs> in, our, in our Javier Ariaga. No, in our midfield, um, we. Uh, just gar- picture him like struggling
2: <laughs> to eat an ice cream cone on our bench <laughs> while we pay him nearly a million dollars
1: I mean <laughs> which like, one's the top it's like being the um, <laughs> the the backup quarterback in the NFL when you don't usually get minutes and you can just sit there and be like ha, this rules or maybe being a punter you just get to hang out and get paid yeah if you're an Australian punter though oh yeah you're the then shit. you're starting yep that's cuz you played that Aussie rules. Uh yeah, so um let's let's sign 3 young uh U22 players, one young DP and have a ton of new young awesome players to play with.
2: Does having a young DP um it doesn't affect your let's say senior DP slots, right?
1: No, we uh, you still have your two senior slots. So uh you would, we'd have to pay down since we have three. Do we have three? No, we we'll have two. just say
2: in general, you, ha- you can have three DPs and a youth DP, right?
1: No, two and a youth or three, but then you don't get the U22 slot. So that, so
2: that, okay, that, so that's my, that's my, that was yeah. my clarifying answer. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Uh, so in theory, but you can have more, you could have 10 DPs if you pay them, if you have the TAM money to pay them down, right? Like it's all about paying them down to that that one, 1. 1.2 million level about 1.16 or something if you can pay them down to below that level yeah. and you become get that a money TAM by player. printing it right yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, they need to honestly what the MLS needs to do is increase gam money uh, and tam money and allow for players to be paid down more players to be paid down from DP to tam so that all every player that's starting on the field is either a DP or a tam level because that would greatly increase the ability of teams to field all these different tournaments that we're talking about. Because instead of one through four being great, and then there's a huge drop off between five through 18, and then there's a youth drop off between, or five through 20, and then 21 through 24, instead you could have one through 10 be great players, and then, you know, or one through 11, and then 12 under our upcoming players that can start getting minutes. It'd make so much more sense that way.
2: I wonder if from a timeline standpoint, because inevitably we're going to, I don't know if loosen up the salary rules is the right. It will go up again. I don't, no, I don't no, know no. what it'll be, well, but he, it will, but I, mean, of course it will. Right. But with the expansion of the league being rapid, but ultimately mm. is going to stop. Soon, I would assume. I mean, thirty fours, and that would that. Don yeah, said.
1: I, I can't. Yeah, I can't imagine. Uh, so just what say, are we at we, now? Clearly, are we thirty like, two. We're
2: not doing this for five more years, right? Yeah, no. I think you two, get Vegas two, one to two teams every year. No, it's I think like, you get Vegas and one years. other, maybe. So my point is, I feel like once that stops and we have the league, then you'll see the effort to fill the league up because you don't want to the teams coming in down the line are at a disadvantage if now all of these teams are able to spend a shit ton of money. Yeah. Over the next few years.
1: Also they have to pay so when much they more want to be. They have to pay so much more to become part of the league than yeah, any Yeah, so did the rest before. of the league gets more
2: valuable, then <laughs> it's gonna be harder yeah. for them to pay in. So I feel like I I wonder if I just I wonder if I just hit something in my brain. Sound like I know roster stuff for a second. Yeah. I mean, but I feel like that makes sense. That makes. That's why make they're sense adding a new DP. Any... Oh, is that and official?
1: This no. This off season, they're talking about adding a new DP. It has not been. Made yeah, but that, that's not happened. But uh, we have months. What three? So uh, I would not be surprised if it happens because they they want they saw how it went with Messi and they want more players like that and so they want every team. Meaning, LA, LA, Atlanta, New York, and New York. Also, to be able to bring in a player of that—you're never going to get messy quality, but you know, a top-level player who's uh, who wants to come over. Vegas will be a easy
2: target. Oh I yeah, feel like for oh yeah, I think Vegas will be names. added. In.
1: And and I think and this this is they may be an ownership question because they don't have the money. Orlando is a surprisingly good spot for people as well because people like Florida. Uh, you look at the way the Orlando Magic are able to sign good players; people love going there, and it's it's the number two, Dude, Disney number World's three. In my backyard, fuck yeah. Number number three, tr- and I think it's all Disney World. Number three destination for uh, uh, tourism in the United States, behind L. A. and New York. Yeah, no, I mean obviously a large chunk of Disney World. I love Disney World. That's a Never been. It's a whole nother thing. I'm whoa, not an eat, I'm not a West Coast trader like you.
2: Well, if you have never been
0: yeah. Disneyland, bro, the, Stay on the that West Coast. That doesn't mean there are be- West side, be- uh, worst me- well, never mind. West
1: side, whatever. Yes, we all know. Disney World is bigger and better. But there's only one place where the magic begins. So go to both. You think I'm rich? I'm sad. I would have gone. I would. I would have been at Disneyland. Like the sounders
2: of humans. I would have been at Spender Disneyland money.
1: in two weeks, two and a half weeks, had the Huskies been playing in the Rose Bowl. We were. We were basically just waiting for the announcement and buying the tickets, and we we're going to the Rose Bowl. We we're going to take my nephew. Go to Disneyland. My nephew's never been. It's he's twelve, so it's like the last chance he's going to be able to like go and enjoy it as a kid before he's, he's twelve.
2: New Orleans would be great for him.
1: <laughs> Where, uh, yeah you're gonna give me the six thousand dollars to go you know,
2: everyone everyone acts like they're 12 they They're fucking... <laughs> uh,
1: I, lo- I love new orleans i've been there i went there twice in a uh a year and uh i would love to go back but not for that much money
2: uh alaska did add flights
1: yeah it's still expensive hotels I'm are sure expensive. Is. everything is expensive uh i'm gonna be in idaho anyway, so Wow. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. You know, um, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. It's the New Orleans of the West.
2: You know what? That's how you end a podcast.
1: Idaho. Udaho, <laughs> uh, <Utah, laughs> correct. <laughs> well, let's bring it into port. Where can Where they, can find, they you find you on the internet? I oh, said it New first. Oh, you did. You did. I just said it louder. I am available on Twitter and Instagram, and I suppose Blue Sky, although I never check it. Supposed also threads, although I never go to threads. kiss uh, Suppose Blue Skies. You can find me. Blue Sky. You, are you not on Blue Sky yet? It's what's going to replace Twitter, because Twitter's rapidly falling apart, even still. Uh, all I think all sponsors have polled but one. <laughs> so uh, oh, shit. it's nice watching Elon go broke. But uh, you can... Uh, I, I, I'm just going to be sad when we don't get to go on there and, and commiserate during games together like we all do uh, who watch things live. Uh, it's You're really missing the biggest part of what it is to be a sports Sounds fan. Sounds like it, yeah. Uh, well, but uh, yeah, legal-minded like, punk, all one word, legal-minded punk. And of course, we do have the not-off-use, but probably will be if uh, we get our butt in gear, uh, the sounders underscore scuttlebutt on Instagram. I, I guarantee you, if you all right now just went, found
2: us and followed it on there, then we'd be like, oh shit, here we go.
1: <laughs> Buckle up. We're thumbing on Instagram. We'll so. send you, uh, you need to log in just because the there's is on you guys. A th- there, yeah, it is. But also Aaron, there's probably like 50 funny uh pet videos slash F1 videos on there just waiting for you to view that I send you all the time I'm just waiting only for that,
2: that, lo- that big poop where you know, <laughs> I'm going to be here for a while yeah. I need a tre- yeah. treasure trove of internet please Yeah, it's going to be me logging into that and being like
1: oh <laughs> so where in the internet can they find you
2: well I guess at the rapidly falling apart twitter at Aaron Lingley a A R O N L A N G L E Y.
1: You know, I was thinking real quick. If there's one person who could really end our show in a classy fashion, because we've. Fraser we've, Crane. We've, we've had fun today. We've joked around. You just talked about taking a poop. Like, we need to class up this joint. Who's someone nice. that could just. Only take one other person. It, that, that, that could really fix. Fix this at the end and, and make us truly the classy gentlemen that we are. It's not Fraser Crane. It's got to be James Bullock. Take it away, James.
0: Did we script that?
2: You can follow the Sounders Scuttlebutt podcast on Twitter at SSFCScuttlebutt. And for all inquiries, including questions for the gents or sponsorship opportunities, please email contact at scuttlebuttproductions.com.
0: Be sure to subscribe to the show for new episodes following every Sounders FC match. And don't forget to share your feedback by rating and reviewing. And you can follow
2: me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at BritVoxus. That's BritVoxUS. We'll see you at Lumen and Go Sounders!
0: Alexa, who's the best MLS team of all time?
1: The Seattle Sounders are both unequivocally
0: and the best MLS team of all time.